is my introduction to psychology. Um, this week is going to be on Freud, the id, the ego, and the superego. Um, so to start off, we're going to hop into the ego. The ego is the principle that works with the reality and the things that are actively going on in a situation. So it's going to look at the reality of the situation and sees what makes sense that would be in your best interest. So for example, if you had homework to do, it's going to say, yes, it would be better that you do do your homework because if you don't do the homework, you might fail the class and not get uh, the grades that you want to get or anything like that. Whereas the id is the opposite in a sense. It's all about the pleasure and the immediate gratification. So using that homework as an example still, it's going to say, if I was thinking about doing the homework and for me, I hate math, it's going to say like, you know, why am I even doing this math? I hate math. It's going to put a lot of pressure on you not to do it. And uh, it's going to want you to do something that you really enjoy doing, like playing a video game or going for a drive. Anything that will give you that pleasure and a feeling of release. And the uh, middle ground is your super ego. This is going to be your morals. And it's going to put that pressure against the id. It's going to try to make you do your homework. It's going to give you thoughts like, I should really do this. It's going to help me get good grades. It's going to help me you know better in life if i do do what the super ego wants it will give me a feeling of pride but if i don't it will give me a feeling of shame like oh no i should have done my homework i'd got the bad grade it's gonna really guilt you up about it so as a rundown of all that the id is your pleasure immediate gratification the super ego is your morals that try to put pressure on the id and the ego works with the reality of the situation to try to get the best interest for you at hand. Now to use these three concepts in a real life situation. It's a red light. Late at night, let's say 12, 1 in the morning. You know nobody is around. But you really, really need to use the bathroom. So what is these three things going to be telling you? My id would be telling me to run the red light because the need to go to the bathroom is very high. You need that release, you need to use the bathroom, pleasurable thing. It wants you to run the red light. There's no sense in waiting. Your ego, it's telling me, you know, every time you do something like this, you get caught. You're going to get a fine. It never ends well. You know, you have bad luck. It's logically better to wait also because getting pulled over is going to take a lot longer than just waiting as a light if you are caught. And the superego I had a hard time with in this situation because my moral compass in this sense would be not really phased by this because the biggest thing I'd be concerned about is like if it's green for somebody else, you know, causing an accident or getting hurting somebody else. But at least in the um, light that I'd be stuck at in my town that I'm using in my head for reference, you know, nobody's going to get hurt. You can see down each way. So if I knew nobody was coming, you know, and nobody's going to get hurt, it's not going to be too bad. But it might also be telling me I should wait because I don't have extra money for the ticket and it's just uh, morally right just to 
wait and not cause a scene, get pulled over, and stuff like that. And then on to the dream segment. I've been keeping a dream journal since October the 4th. So that's been um, three days. And with that, I've had um, two dreams a night, two days in a row. And then yesterday, I did not have a dream on October the 6th. And then tonight, I had one. I find that recording the dreams makes them a lot longer, in a sense. I'm noticing um, what I'm writing about my dreams is becoming like a paragraph longer. There's more fine details and things like that. So my first night, I had a dream that I was a rapper that I listened to his bodyguard. I had told my dad. My dad was not impressed. Something happened to the rapper, and I lost my job, and I woke up. Then I'm like, huh, that was a weird dream. So I wrote it down and I went back to sleep. Then I went on to the next dream. So I was reading about Donald Trump's coronavirus before I went to bed. And then I had a dream that he was like dead or very, very ill. Like so much to the point where they had gotten a new president. And we were in like a shipping yard and all this. And there was crates around, like, you know what I mean? Right on like the docks type of thing and there was a new president there and uh, i went over and had a conversation with him and he also once again yeah not impressed that's kind of a theme for that night <laughs> when i tell people things they're not impressed so i wake up and i write that down and then going on to the next night i had two very long dreams um to sum up the two of them because i like the concept um basically i was with my mom my brother and my sister and I had bought an artifact, and I remember the price it was for a thousand and eighty dollars. So I thought that was just crazy how, like, I could even remember the price of how much I paid for it, and it allowed us to travel in through dimensions and all this. And when we traveled through, we were on top of a greenhouse, and my brother was off in a field, and there was two police officers with him, and all this, and we were like. Oh, that's weird. So me and my mom and my sister jump down. We run over him. We talk to them and they say like, oh, he's got a broken leg. We need to take him to our medical center. Mom says he didn't. My sister said he did. And uh, there was like a little altercation there. And I guess that was enough for me to wake up. So I woke up, wrote all that down. And then my next dream when I went to sleep was with my dad. And we were at like the Greenwood Mall type of thing. And there was a gate closed so you couldn't get in the stores. And it was supposed to open at three o'clock and but it is now 340 so we've been waiting for 40 minutes and the employee comes over and says like yeah you know the gates are closed now you uh need to leave like we never had a chance to open them so we go to a different store everything's white in this store and i feel like a bystander like i'm just kind of following him around through the aisles and he's like finding candy and chocolate and just like snacking on it and all this and i uh then the way dreams are weird it just boom teleports and we're sitting in a car and there's some guy walking up to the car and then he knocks on the window when he knocks on the window i woke up again and then i didn't have a dream at all and what i thought was weird is my parents aren't together and my siblings are like my half siblings in a sense like we have the same mom but different dad and so I thought it was weird how my one dream had me, my mom, 
my sister and my brother and then my other dream had just me and my dad like the way the brain correlates like it's not like i had a dream with me my mom my dad my siblings all in one dream um and then my dream last night or tonight i guess it uh was weird i had a dream i went to acadia and i was sitting in on a psychology lesson and it was talking about sigmund freud and i was asking a bunch of questions and like talking to them and i can't remember exactly what the professor had said he said i can't tell if you're trying to figure it out for clarification or something else i cannot remember and whatever i said after that he liked and he got up and he gave me a map and it had a bunch of stuff on it. I can't picture it in my head. And then he gave me a book. And he smiled at me. And I said, thanks. And then he went and sat back down. And then I woke up. And then I realized I need to get up now. Because it's getting later in the day. And I have to work on my psychology thing. So I don't know if that was a way of my super ego. Giving me hard morals for sleeping in. And telling me I should be doing my homework. Or what it might have been. But I'm definitely going to keep up on the dream journal because I'm noticing more vivid things like that. And I'm also trying, I learned a lot about lucid dreaming um, because I was trying to figure out, you know, how to make my dreams more vivid and stuff like that because I wanted to get them more interesting. And a dream journal is one thing I recommended. And then it went on into lucid dreaming. I find that kind of cool. The concept that you can control your own dreams and stuff like that. So I would like to try to figure out a way to have that happen at least once. that's the end of the critical reflection on the id super ego and ego with a red light situation